there have been a lot of articles in the paper this last few months because there's been so much of an emphasis on online learning and and learning at a distance and e-learning and whatever you want to call it, having the students learning from home. About the question of screen time for students, one article I read complained about the fact that students were spending so much time online. And that's a legitimate complaint. I make no bones about that. But what had occurred to me was that most educators and a lot of parents think that there's a distinction between online learning and creativity. One of the most important messages about the 21st century classroom is that somehow or another we have to captivate the students' desire to create. When kids are small, and I have a little grandson who's in grade one, he's always drawing pictures. And my granddaughter, who is only three years of age, she's always got a pen in her hand, a, pen, a crayon in her hand, and wanting to draw something or to bake, talking about pretending to bake. Or creativity is part of what children are all about before they get to school playing, making up, pretending to do. And then all of a sudden, they lose that creativity when they're in school because we put so much emphasis on kids sitting at desks and quote-unquote learning. So much of the future of our way of life, our standard of living, depends on students being creative Fortunately, there are some students that never learn their sense of play as they grow up. They still like to tinker with, with uh, instruments and with machines and with all kinds of tools. But the educator in me wants to tell all of you that Online learning doesn't necessarily mean there can't be creativity. I used to make sure, because I taught art on Rotary to grade 4 to grade 8, that I had big bins full of all kinds of scrap materials. I had tubes from toilet paper and and wrapping paper and and um, paper towels. I had pieces of cotton. I had uh, pipe cleaners. I had buttons. I had scrap materials. I had tinfoil pie plates. I had styrofoam pieces. You name it, I used to keep it. In, my, in the supply cupboard in the art room, and I had to ask the principal to get me more pails so I could fill them up with scrap materials. 
Because there are so many ways children can create. Imagine, if you will, your child finding a book online and listening to it, and then challenging them to create something. I read books online, and I suggest ways in which parents or teachers can use those books in the classroom. So I read a story today called Thunder Cake about a babushka from Russia who was transported to Michigan and her granddaughter came and stayed with her, but she was petrified of thunderstorms and thunder in general. And as I'm reading the book online, and as you might go and find my book and have your child listen to it, I suggested in the comments that I posted afterwards that you could put a piece of manila paper or any other big piece of scrap paper and give the child some chalk pastels and let them draw or shade in a storm sky in shades of gray and white and black and then the colors of the lightning. That's an art activity. That's being creative. That's giving children resources that they can manipulate to create something as a follow-up to the book. So just thinking about that that particular activity, first of all, they're listening to a story and they can talk about the story and they can talk about the things that they're afraid of or not afraid of. And lots of children are afraid of thunderstorms. They can talk about that with the teacher online in Zoom. The teacher could read the story and then have the students talk about it. And then, after they're all finished everything, they could bake a thunder cake because the back of that book has the recipe for it. It's just a chocolate cake, but it's called a thunder cake. They could do a, a drawing in chalk pastel, or they could write a story about how they got over or tell write a uh, write a write a an article or dictate and make a, a podcast about how they got over their fear of clowns or storms or snakes or spiders or whatever those aren't online activities they don't have to be online activities because your kids at home are at home right now and learning. Whatever their age, you should have magic markers, you should have pads of construction paper, you should have cardboard, you should have newspapers and news magazines, and on and on and on, for them to create things. Now why? What is the link to the future? Most of the most important inventions in the 20th century that made a difference in the lives of people 
and that made a difference in the wherewithal and the wealth of countries were things that people invented thinking outside the box. Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone because he began to experiment with tin cans and string. And he began to think about what that meant. Marconi and radar and, and, and braille and, and computers. If you watch the movie about Steve Jobs, you learn that he and a bunch of his friends who were counterculture hippies in the 60s played around with things in their parents' garage. They created, and then they found a way to market their creation. It's not enough just to invent something, to create something. It takes somebody to see what those other applications might be of that invention. That's thinking outside of the box. That requires making sure that children create and then you ask them questions about their creation. How do you think this can be used? Can you think of a different way to use it? To give you a prime example, think about Lego and think about how Lego encourages children to experiment with the blocks. I just put an envelope in the mail, a parcel in the mail, to my grandchildren that live in Israel. And it included two boxes without the plastic and without the cardboard containers, but the pieces that go to make up those very simple early Lego kits that we had in the classrooms for junior students. And a book of activities... So suppose a child makes a, a pulley and uses the Lego to create the pulley. Now you ask the child, what could you make to use what a pulley is all about to solve a problem? So you go from, cre from reading to creating, to talking about that creation, and then looking at how that can be applied. How else did any of the inventions that we can look back on, how else did they make a change in society if somebody didn't think out of the box and think about how a, a toy could be used? To create something. Or one idea led to another idea. Creativity is crucial to the success of our way of life and our standard of living because we need people to invent things that then create businesses that employ people and bring in money into the community. But it begins with creativity in the classroom. 
It begins with encouraging kids not to lose their creativity when they go from primary grades to secondary, to junior grades. They have to continually see the wonder of things in life. They need to continually think about how they can recombine things in order to create something new. We need to encourage creativity all the way along using whatever tools we have in our toolbox as teachers and parents. Even online, and I'll end with this thought because I began with it. Because you want children to learn online, that doesn't mean that they can't turn off the computer and create something and then make lists of how it can be used or make lists of the tools they've used or whatever, however you think out of the box. It requires us to think out of the box how we can go from online learning to stimulating creativity that could be exactly the same creativity that we had before we had technology. Note I'm not canceling out the possibility of using technology. Technology can be used to create, but children will not be creative if all they ever use is technology. They have to manipulate. They have to create from the early grades using their hands and only their capacity to think out of the box. Watch a young child and see how imaginative they can be with the things in their hands and then think of ways that you can transpose that to older kids in technology-enabled classrooms or distance education from home. Bye for now and good luck.